0: Wizard Team, a Harry Potter cast for true Potterheads. Each week we discuss a chapter from the series with all of our knowledge of the world of Harry Potter. Be warned, this is a spoiler-heavy podcast. I'm Brianna.
1: And I'm Robin. We're really excited to go through these chapters and discuss all of our thoughts and feelings about the book. Today we are wrapping up Harry Potter and the Chamber of Secrets, so we'll be discussing our feelings about the book and the movie.
0: Hmm. Um, we have some announcements and reminders. We want this podcast to be interactive and want to know your thoughts, so please feel free to tweet along with us. You can use the hashtag wizardteam on Twitter to follow along.
1: Have you ever wondered what it would be like to be black at Hogwarts? Do you want to write about it? We are working on a project called Hogwarts BSU, a collection of stories, fan art, etc., illustrating what it would be like to be a black Hogwarts student. If you would like to submit, check out the website for guidelines.
0: Love our blog, love Wizard Team, have a few extra galleons lying around. Um, please consider donating to Black Girls Nerd Out. We have a lot of awesome things that we want to do, but we need your help. Um, if you go to blackgirlsnerdout.com slash donate, you can find all the ways that we take donations. So that's like our Patreon, Amazon, um, PayPal. PayPal. I'm oh, sorry. The other, the first two like sound really close and then I'm like, what is that other one? But um, yeah. Yeah. So you can like find all the ways that you
1: can donate. Like I said, on our website. Um, yeah, we are um, doing a lot of really cool things. We're hoping to do a lot of really cool things. So, um, doing a panel at LeviOSACon. Mm-hmm. Um, I will be there in the flesh. Biana will be there virtually. Hope. Knock on wood. Um. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry, she's <laughs> distracting me. Sorry. Um, I didn't so yeah. That. So those are all these really fun things. Yeah, And also, um, these fun things that we are doing require not just money, but we are also in the process of planning next steps for Black Girls Nerd Out, and we need your help. We recently put out a survey to figure out our demographics, so if you could take a minute to fill it out, that would be awesome. You can find the link on our homepage, as well as a pinned tweet on our timeline on Twitter, as well as periodic, out-of-pocket, lack-of-chill mm-hmm. Borderline threatening tweets, and I want you guys to know that
0: those come from Biona. Actually, huh? Mostly, I said I dialed it back. It's mostly just disapproving, like people, (laughs) like Captain America. He was he was he was just
1: disapproving. He was disappointed, and you know how it feels to disappoint Steve Rogers. Like that's not cool. Disappoint
0: Steve Rogers. Let's not do that.
1: Yeah, why were we doing that?
0: Just just fill out the survey.
1: I know It, it will literally take you. 10 minutes at the most. At the most. That's if you're answering every open-ended question with a couple of paragraphs.
0: With like detail. Yeah. Yeah. At the best, it's like four minutes. Yes. Um, Okay. Also, subscribe to our newsletter. Um, Ideally, every week, we would share (laughs) news and links to what's been going on. Um, but we, we do most of the time. Um, so if you want to be in the know and it's just like all nerd, nerddom, not just Harry Potter or all nerddom that we like are interested. I mean, like we, you know, speaking
1: we- of nerddom, I love the shirt.
0: Hey, she's wearing right? a doctor
1: who so, shirt that I bought her.
0: Yeah. <laughs> um, so it's yeah so anyway we do like nerd stuff and most of it is stuff that we're interested in but you know lots of nerd things happen that we don't necessarily like pay attention to but it'll be on our newsletter because it showed up and people are excited about it so you know, yeah um shout out to twitter for for that um so yeah so you can subscribe you can go to blackgirlsnerdout.com um and subscribe to the newsletter
1: follow us at we black and nerds and like us on facebook at blackgirlsnerdout Um, and yeah, just talk to us. Also, we recently, this was sparked by a wizard team conversation on Twitter that was like, I had too many thoughts and the tweet and the character limits of Twitter just were not working for me. So we have a wizard team Facebook group that, um, you're more than willing to join. You can DM us on Twitter or, um, just, I guess, Write a comment on our page. Uh, we have a, pay- a Facebook page. Um, and let us know and we'll send you... We'll get you settled into the group if you want to have long, deep discussions about, you know, the horcrux order of that Voldemort made his horcruxes or the completely out-of-pocket decisions of Albus Dumbledore or... Um, any, any, really, anything. anything. The
0: other thing is like the reason we say to like DM us or even like message us in um, Facebook is like because you have to give us your email and like unless you're down with everybody knowing your email address, like, yeah, you know, we don't want to put you all out in the streets like that. And yeah, um, yeah. we just it's, so, yeah, it's just really hard to find people on Facebook,
1: time. so we put in your email address and then we can make sure it's you and mm-hmm. sit and get you invited. Um, yep. yeah, so all
0: right, so. Nerd, or potter news um so this is not really potter related but it's wizard team related um next week is the anniversary of black girls nerd out so and I have not like, done anything <sighs> you got some time um Whew. yeah a little bit of time cause yeah anyway um <laughs> yeah so it's gonna be by next week it'll have been a year since we started this um and so we're gonna be celebrating all week so just keep an eye out we'll most it'll mostly be like twitter stuff um yeah, and just cool things where we're, like, celebrating our sustainability. It's been a week. That's awesome. We only lasted a summer from the first go-around, so yeah. shout-out to us. Woohoo!
1: <laughs> <laughs> Follow through. Yes. And they, and shout-out to you guys, too, because I think the fact that we have an audience that we get to talk to and know is, like, really helping us be like, yeah, this is awesome. Exactly. And we have to do it. And, it's, and we're talking to people and having conversations. Because um, if you know anything about me and Bayana by now, it's that we don't really talk to people besides the two of us.
0: <laughs>
1: yeah. She's sitting at home by herself. I'm sitting at home by myself.
0: These are all facts. <laughs> Hot takes coming to you from the Hot 15. takes.
1: <laughs> um, so, I don't know. This came from, so it came from Fantastic Beast movie Twitter, um, and then I was looking around on the, cause I thought that was the official Twitter, but then it wasn't it's the official not, Twitter. It's
0: the, it's the fan, it's it's the, the official f- fan Twitter, which, okay. What does that
1: mean? Okay. We're the official fan Twitter of Harry Potter. Um, I don't know what that means. So anyway, mm-hmm. so there are possible overmorning houses and they are named after fantastic beasts or magical mm-hmm. creatures. And right? these houses and this are... Not,
0: this, Like we said again, it's not like confirmed. It's like, yeah. maybe? Because it's not on Pottermore. Once it's on Pottermore, then it's real. Um, yeah. But, yeah.
1: It was making the rounds, and I had thoughts, and then Diana had right. thoughts. And so we figured we would share our thoughts. So anyway, so there are p- four possible overmorning houses named after cre- magical creatures, and they are Horned Serpent, Wampus, Thunderbird, and and my thought was, why? Poor K. So, do all magical schools have houses? Do they do have you, to have houses? And do they two, have to have four why. houses? Why can't there be three houses? Right. right why can't right. there be seven houses?
0: The thing that doesn't make sense to me is that, well, one, like the houses, because obviously, like, the school system isn't the same. I could possibly see an American school having houses because of, like, when it was created? You know what I mean? I know that certain Ivy League schools
1: s- do have, like, houses or clubs.
0: I was gonna say, um, I mean, like... Because technically, like, they are British, like, colonialists, wizard colonialists coming, so I get, like, replicating Hogwarts in a way because it's not as old as Hogwarts. Yeah. At the same time, why are these names so ugly?
1: They're so ugly. Good. And also, why would you name your houses after magical creatures when, if it was, like, the Brazilian school and they are in the middle of a rainforest and they're known for zoology. maybe. Right. But um, I would have to pull up the Elvermorny. Actually, matter of fact, let me do that right now. There's
0: um, nothing on Morning on, on Pottermore. Oh, yeah, it's
1: just a little whatever. Yeah, so there's, there's nothing... Which
0: is like, why'd they even put that on there if they weren't going to put... Never mind. I have issues with Pottermore. I'm going to leave it.
1: We'll, we'll <laughs> let you cook on that. Um, yeah, so, but... It doesn't make sense that they would be named after magical creatures, from what we know, because unless they're the you know the foremost school of care of magical creatures, and they could be, but it seemed like from what she wrote about the Brazilian school, magizoology, that, that is, yeah, their specialty, and it would also just make sense because they're surrounded by an Amazonian rainforest that is super deep and dense and has untold number of species of animals that we haven't even discovered all of them yet. Mm-hmm. And that is non-magical. So magical, who knows how many, right? level.
0: whole other
1: level. A whole other level. Um, yeah, I don't know.
0: It just sounds dumb and it like... If I really
1: hope that this is like just some elaborate...
0: Yeah, just some you know, because the other thing is like it just continues, if it is true, it just continues to like reinforce the idea that we... Sh- should have just stopped after all was well
1: <laughs> right all down. was all well was,
0: all was well boom the end. yeah
1: all i right. mean we're still we as we are about to talk about we still have so much fodder just from the seven books um
0: like and it also so just seems point, lazy calendar, timeout because like right at this point we're on this is episode 37
1: mm-hmm.
0: so not including 37 we have 36 episodes that are at least an hour of us talking about Harry Potter, plus bonus episodes, so that's like forty-two episodes at least.
1: Forty-two hours at least. Because last week was hours two hours, hours of least. nonsense.
0: Exactly. Some of it is yeah. Some of it is. You know, I yeah.
1: mean, it was it was Harry Potter related nonsense.
0: It was still nonsense, but, but it was, it was still Harry Potter related, which is exactly. The kind of, like, it's it's like maybe let's let's like round it off to like fifty hours of us talking about Harry Potter. We still have. Five or yeah, we still have five more books to go.
1: And we can also put in put into the equation all of the hours that we spent talking about Harry Potter that made us very confident that we could do this podcast and have plenty, yeah, which was nine years of Harry Potter conversations.
0: So I think we have enough. (laughs) Like, I'm not even saying, like, obviously, we're going to see the cursed child. We're gonna go see Fantastic Beasts. Yeah, we're gonna buy anything she puts out. Period. Point. Also, blank. Hot but Topic, at the same y'all. Time like hot to- I went to Hot you Topic. No. Yeah. So what?
1: Sorry, I went to Hot Topic to look for a tote bag, and they got like um, super cute cardigans. I couldn't find a Ravenclaw one, but they had all the Slytherin ones. And she said, the lady said, I could go online and find a Ravenclaw car- cardigan. Like, and they had jewelry and pins and badges, and I had to remove myself. To save myself, because Mm -hmm. I need to save that money to give to Miss Rowling in another way when I go to London. So, there's enough. enough. Yeah, the point of the story is... All of the material,
0: yeah, and we don't, the Bible and thing is, is like, and I don't want it to be like some like half-ass, like not really good stuff just to appease the American consumers. When like we're American, we read this shit. We're already all about it, so I don't really need, yeah. <laughs> like I can just know that there are other. Um, sorry, I'm trying to kill this fly. It's bothering <laughs> me. Um, so if you hear a big clap in the middle of this, it's, it's cool. It's all right. Um, anyway. Yeah, so it's just like we already are about it, and so then adding stuff just—I don't know—it just feels really capitalist to me. Well, um, it
1: also goes into this point, and so it's, it's like, um,
0: unnecessary. It's like okay, it's like um, you know when you when you like discovering artists before they like blow up and they're hella dope and you love them and they're amazing, and then the minute they blow up, you stop caring. Yeah. And their music gets less, like, is just more mediocre. That's kind of what it is. It's like, obviously, Harry Potter has almost always been mainstream. But the minute you divert from, like, the original thing, then you're just like, okay, this is cool. But it's not the same. Yeah. And the other thing is that Harry Potter has very specific, um, you know, we we already talk about this. It has very specific, like, rules and... Sorry, guys. Oh, I got it. Awesome. Okay. Um, it has very specific, like, rules um, and, like, themes and, like, lessons that they're teaching. But, like, what's the lesson for Fantastic Beasts? I mean, I'm I obviously, we'll find out if there are any. But um, it's, like, Harry Potter has all these layers. And then when you start adding all this other extra stuff just because you want to make money, you're because, oh, let's just expand the world. But, like, what's the point? You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah.
1: So I would say, sorry, I'm trying to look this thing up. Um, I know that for a long time it was uh, Comstar's Twitter bio, and I'm going to look to see if it's still her Twitter bio. Um, yes. So this is from, it's a quote from the West Wing, a show which I love, but it says, it is not our job to cater to the lowest common denominator. It is our, it's our job to raise it. And I think the problem with this whole thing it's like it's catering to the lowest, most casual Harry Potter fan, mm-hmm. and it's not
0: like doing more. We I wasn't even gonna bring it up. You can bring but... it up.
1: I think this is a good point, but I yeah. But I want to yeah, say like they're not doing the there. they're not doing the work of getting that casual, lazy fan. They're not bringing them up to where we are, and like where like the the, the big fandom lives, which is like in the text and in the themes and story of Harry Potter, and it's why... I mean, we can you can even bring in the Bible with this, right? So the Bible is this one, doc, this one book, and it's been translated or whatever, but for the most part, it's this one book, and it's thousands of years old, or a thousand years old, or however old it is. Same with the Koran, same with any religious book, and I'm not by any means saying that Harry Potter is a religious text. Mm-hmm. What I am saying is... There is, I mean, it's, there are tons of examples of this where there's text that people keep coming back to and they keep finding new things from and you do not, and I know it's capitalism and you want to make money, but, you know, I broke my wand. I need to get my wand replaced. I'm going to do that. You will still be making money. I, my books fall they, apart periodically.
0: continue to underestimate <laughs> like, the fandom.
1: Exactly. In a way
0: that's like, it, it's frustrating. It's, it's um,
1: insulting. Like, it
0: reminds me of earlier today. I went to Pottermore because so I was like, hmm, I wonder, like this overmore news, I was like, hmm, I wonder if there's like just any new content at all, period. That I, you know, because like <laughs> when it first came out, I just scoured the whole thing and I read all the articles. So that's no longer a thing I can do. Um, but so I like looked and then I stumbled across on like, it's like on the homepage. It might not be anymore, but it was like things you didn't know about Parcel tongue. And so I was like, huh, maybe they got some new stuff on tongues, legit. And then literally every single thing they said was stuff that was in the books. And they literally cited the books. And I was just like,
1: how would we so not know this I, knew, I
0: was like, how would I not know this if I read the, it doesn't make any sense. And so like, like you were saying, it's not for us. It's for like, like you said, the casual one who's not gonna, but like, why would they go to Pottermore?
1: Yeah. So this like, is, who, um, like, you know what I mean? Some of the things from everything everything you didn't know about parcel tongue. And I I did this um you use this word when we were talking about Pottermore earlier. It's like the buzzfeed of mm-hmm. Pottermore and I
0: i so it's like exclusive content and then just a bunch of lists about things where it's like yeah. I can literally read the books and Which
1: is like the it. same issue with the original Pottermore. Um it's like you're targeting the wrong audience. Like this isn't the audience for this. Um, but and this is even worse, right? Because this is Pottermore. This is canon. This is like the website, like the official right, and you're sounding Harry like Potter some website. Like,
0: random article that like wants to be clickbaity for like Potterheads that want to be mad.
1: Yeah. Like, and like, I, but what I what always did like. And I, I think I've like ranted about this a couple of times, which is like when those clickbaity articles, and it's like. Characters that you've forgotten. And it's like, don't tell me that I've forgotten anyone or th- I don't know things, right? Because then I'm reading it like, oh God, there's something I need to learn, right? I go in there being like, oh, I mi- I must have missed something, or someone came up with a new theory that's really interesting, or whatever, right? And then that is clickbait in and of itself. But then when you get in there and you're like, I did know just all of this, shit
0: you know all
1: of, you all feel of insulted. It? So it's
0: just like the fuck. I just here are the things the that,
1: that you. Didn't know some of the things we don't want to like stay on this too long. Mm-hmm. Um, some of the things that you didn't know about Parseltongue from Pottermore. I mean, this
0: connects because we're talking about Chamber of yeah. Secrets.
1: But yeah, it's a rare skill. Knowing Parseltongue isn't quite the same as learning Spanish. Firstly, you don't so much learn it as you innately know it. And the way that they tell you that it's a rare skill is. So, said Harry, I bet loads of people here can do it. Oh, no, they can't, said Ron. It's not a very common gift. Harry, this is bad. Harry Potter and the Chamber of Secrets. It has a bad reputation. I think we got that from the same quote, but in Order of the Phoenix, a Rita Skeeter Scoop tells the whole world that Harry is a Parseltongue, leading court. Leading Fudge, Minister of Magic at the time, to distrust him even further. You can imitate it. Harry was left perplexed when Ron and Hermione managed to break into the Chamber of Secrets during Dolley Hollows. Why? Because you need to be able to speak parcel Tongue to open it. It's sometimes hard to speak it.
0: And these you don't even,
1: just like, have to talk to snakes with ways it
0: to say it. It sounds, yeah. it sounds like it sounds like I don't know.
1: You're talking to children, like a ten year
0: old. Exactly, like a ten year old wrote this, or like it's for a ten year old. It's like, yeah. it's, it sounds like a book report that somebody had to do for their elementary school. For, like, their third grade book report. That's what it sounds like. Yes. And I'm like, I'm an adult. I have read these books 20 times at least.
1: But even if, if I, I am 10... Like, like I'm, I'm sorry. Like, even
0: if I have only read it once. Like, this yeah. is not... a hot. It's not like hey it's not like the conversation we were having on like ooh these like horcrux orders and they were like hey what you didn't know about the horcruxes by the way they were created in this order like that's different than being like oh it's a rare skill here, it's a locket and there's a stone and there's a like dude we know this because we read the books that's the whole yeah. reason we're even here
1: and that's my thing too is like even if it is like you said like talking to a 10 year old while well, you're assuming that the 10 year old read the books and so then you're also assuming that the 10-year-old is stupid. And 10-year-olds are not dumb. Like, no. they're, are, they're only as dumb as you talk down to them or whatever. You know what I mean? Like, the talking down to children is something that J.K. Rowling never did in the children's books. Mm-hmm. So why are we doing it now?
0: Like, like, what's the point? It's a similar issue I had with Hunger Games when I saw that they were like... The uh, Lionsgate might be making more Hunger Games movies because people want to see more of the arena. No, the fuck we don't. That completely goes against the entire point of the Hunger Games. Same with this stuff. It's like yeah. you're talking to Kit, like you just said. That goes a point. That goes against the whole point of the Harry Potter series. So why are you doing it?
1: Yeah, it's like what happened in the Hunger Games was exciting, but the Hunger Games were a symbol of like trauma and terror, and they were bad and
0: that's the point point.
1: and that's not, the point now
0: we want to no yeah let's some more like let's you know,
1: torture not. some more children like no there was a story that was like the hunger games were a catalyst to tell this story stop it mm-hmm. stop it hollywood you're making my brain stop, hurt stop
0: stop okay let's move on yes um, magical, magical birthdays. birthdays it's professor sprouts birthday this sunday
1: Happy birthday to ya! Happy birthday, Sprout! Happy birthday! I know. I I was thinking about that, so I wasn't gonna clap with you.
0: Feedback? Oh, that's gonna suck. Sorry. guys. I swear, we were on beat. Like, actually,
1: we're like Beyonce, always on beat. On beat.
0: Yeah. But yeah. Shout out to the Hufflepuff. uh, Hufflepuff, Head of of Hufflepuff. that's like that's like a freaking that's alliteration. A lit. The head li- of Hufflepuff house.
1: Yeah, I yeah. want that title. Except for I don't want to be a Hufflepuff. No offense.
0: <laughs> yeah, because head of Ravenclaw house doesn't sound like phonetically as great. Uh, yeah. yeah. Yeah,
1: you're right phonetically. Okay. So let's dive in to Chamber of Secrets book and movie.
0: Um, um, I don't really want to start. I just kind of wrote notes based on like the stuff that we were talking about in the tweets. But like, if they're, if they're,
1: if I mean, like, I do. I think so we we did. Ju- we talked about the like pacing in uh, Sorcerer's Stone. This
0: one was more like, and
1: I feel like this one was,
0: it just made it was even more like conspicuous.
1: Well, you were tweeting when you were tweeting about like the nighttime thing, and then I was like, "It is always night." It's
0: literally, always, like, and I've never noticed this before. Like, I'm not even gonna lie. Like, that was literally <laughs> we watching it. That's literally the first time I've noticed it, and I've seen this movie a billion times. But I was just like, "Wait, why is it always dark? Like, like y'all just live in the like? Don't you go to a school? Why are you always why yeah is it always night? Like, literally at the end when we were talking about like the the how? It was, like, the other thing is like, it feels like it happened in like two weeks. Um, we were talking about like. Yeah. like we're talking about, like Hermione got caught, and then they went to Hagrid's house, and then Hagrid and Dumbledore had to dip, and then they immediately went to Aragog, and then the next morning they saw Hermione, and then they found the paper, and literally the scene after that is nighttime, and they're still reading the paper, like Harry literally goes by a fire so that he can read it, but I'm like, but it was just day when you were in the hospital wing,
1: and, and is Gryffindor and then in immediately a after tower? Ginny gets taken so into the Chamber Gr- of Secrets. Yeah.
0: So it was like... And and I'm
1: like, the Gryffindor common room is in a tower, so closer to the sun. Right. And daylight.
0: It's always dark in there. So... That was weird. It was just like... Yeah. um...
1: And yeah, the pacing was really fast, which, I mean, we know, but also it was like a two hour movie because my mom, shout out to my mom, (laughs) she brought me dinner. Um, She was like, oh, you can, um," I was like, I have to work, that's what I told her. Mm -hmm. It, I, it was work.
0: It is. It was fun it's as hell, totally work, request. but it was work. <laughs>
1: um, I was like, I have to d- work. So she was making dinner at my grandmother's house. I was home for her Mother's Day. Um, she came back. The movie was still going, even though I need, need to just buy them new DVD players because that's a whole other issue for a whole other time. <laughs> Whatever. But um, she came back. She brought me dinner. I was like, sweet. Um, I was like, all, we're, we were like halfway in it. They had just... I think Colin had just been petrified. We just finished Quidditch, mm-hmm. and Colin had been petrified. And I was like, I should. I mean, I think we're halfway through. Um, just going by the pacing of it, and I was like, I'll I should, I'll come over or something when I'm done. And they were back when they when my parents got back. Um, the movie was just ending, right. so it was still like a two hour. It's a
0: long movie, but. I think, I think part, I mean, again, part of it is that we've been reading this book for like, what, 18 weeks, so like three months or so, (laughs) or four months or so. Um, So obviously that's like part of it, but I think that the, and like, they feel like this is, this will probably come up every time we talk about the movies. Um, I think another part, obviously, is like all that they skipped. And I, and I understand, like, obviously there's a lot to condense into two, two and a half hours or whatever. Mm -hmm. Um, But again, it's just like certain things, like it's always nighttime, or like there are ways to like show that more time has passed other than like that's usually the marker yeah. in the Harry Potter like in the books and the and in the movies but especially in the movies that's how you know you're in the next year cause it's like there's snow mm-hmm. and like Christmas is happening Christmas. Then, like, you know what I mean but like but I think even Christmas
1: this time it was super quick, it
0: was super quick. but it was just and like I don't know It was it was super quick but I think it just the way that it happens is that it makes it feels like this happened this day, it feels like, okay, this happened this day, and then tonight, and the next day, and then tonight, and then the next day, and then this night goes for, on for forever, and then another night, and then another night, and then another night, and then the day, and then a the night, and <laughs> it's just like, so this is <laughs> happening in the span of two weeks, and I feel like, obviously, we know it's a year, because Christmas happens in the middle of it somewhere, yeah. but, um, yeah, I mean, you know, I don't know a way to delineate, like, putting an entire year into two hours, but, um.
1: It's been, done it's been done. better, better than it. it's.
0: And I think <laughs> I mean they do it better, and, and they'll do
1: it better um, be in the later books. Yeah. Like I feel like I feel like Deathly Hallows does a really good t- I think job. So too. Um, and a, a lot of that too is their frustration, just showing the frustration of having these things, having to like get through things. A scene of like we've been working on this forever. Mm-hmm. Like apologies potion, right? She. We should do this. I know how. Found the book in the library it'll take a month. in Moaning Myrtle's bathroom, and then and then there. And it's the, Christmas. It'll take a
0: month, and then all of a sudden, it's yeah,
1: yeah. I don't know. And there isn't like there should just be one extra scene in there. Yeah. Like it'll take a month. Oh, is it ready yet? And then we can. You right. know what There's see, just like the there's thing, a better the way to do with it the,
0: with these movies in general. Is it's very much like. You just needed one more scene like just write it it doesn't even have to be like one that's strictly from the book it could just be one to like move us along to make us understand like where we are in the like timeline and that was the thing about like the I was like dude are we in like a time warp is like some what what are the I was trying to think of like phrases from Doctor Who like what is what is the name for this because I feel like I'm stuck somewhere and it's just like (laughs) what is happening
1: you're in a time loop
0: maybe that but it's not really a loop because it's not repeating itself it's not a loop but it's like I feel like I'm just like jumping time something just jumping like super quick into everything (laughs) and i'm like yo we already here i mean you know harry potter should be a television show but
1: it should be a masterpiece miniseries that lasts for a year i just a year per
0: oh i was gonna say i think it should just be like one chapter per one chapter equals an episode each season may get longer or you split some seasons up like like the late like four through seven you like split them in half
1: I could get down that's with like that. That's like
0: a good... That's a lot of seasons. But you just be like, okay, Harry Potter. And then, like, the first season is all of Sorcerer's Stone. The second season is all of so can You just move like that.
1: You're a genius. I know, thanks. Let's, all right, we're done here. Thank you for Let's listening there. to Wizard Team. <laughs> <laughs> um, I also want to talk about... Um, I kind of lost the plot there. But when you're talking about the time, how time moves, um, it... It's not even just like the, it's always nighttime or the uh, pacing of it. It's also the, are the, the things that they, they leave out from the book. Um, because, I mean, do we just want to go and we want to dive into Dobby? I guess we can just dive Let's into Dobby, but Dobby. like he's, he's there in the beginning. You see him in the hospital scene and then at the end, and that's basically um, that's how it goes in the book. Uh-huh. Yet somehow they managed to like
0: Remind us. mess that up. Yeah, like I think a part and I of it is don't that, know that Harry doesn't like tell Ron, or we don't. Maybe Harry's that's tell. it. Because that's the thing is that in the, in the book it goes like, okay, Dobby comes, and then Harry's locked up, and then. Um, and then Ron comes and he, like, tells Ron, Fred, and George, like, so this house elf came through and, like, that's why I got bars on my windows, <laughs> you know what I mean? And they never yeah. mention it. And Harry never tells Ron and Hermione, like, hey, by the way, I have this house elf. And then, which also makes no sense because then you get to Deathly Hollows and Dobby pops up and all of a sudden he's like, Master Weasley, how do you know him? You never met him. That makes no sense.
1: Ooh. No, he does meet him. He meets him in no. Order of the Phoenix when he pops up with Creature.
0: Not in the movie. No,
1: Ron's not in that scene. Runs not in that scene either? Oh, wow. Dobby never pops up
0: with Creature. Dobby never comes. Dobby does not show up again until Deathly Hollows in the movies.
1: No, he does. He shows up with Creature when Creature goes to find Mundungus.
0: Creature, that's, first of all, that's in Deathly Hollows. Part one. Is it? (laughs) Creature is literally in one scene as they pass. It's like a passing scene in Order of the Phoenix. That's it. That's the only other time we see any other house elves. We see Dobby, then we see that little glimpse of Creature in Order of the Phoenix, and then we see Dobby, Dobby and Creature when they go get Mundungus in Deathly Hollows. So literally, Ron and Hermione have never wow. met Dobby. But somehow, they know him, and then they're sad when he dies. And they're cool. And then, mm-hmm. yeah. Harry, Ron, and Hermione wow. are super mean to Creature despite never having interacted with him ever. Or not Hermione, just Harry and Ron. Um, Harry interacts
1: with him a little bit because... No,
0: not in the movie at all. They literally... He walks up the stairs, sees Creature muttering, that's the only time you see Creature in the Order of the Phoenix movie. Period.
1: My whole life is just... Because remember, they falling. weren't even going to put
0: Creature in the movie in the first place until Joe was like, no, he's yeah. important, and so you should. And so all they they settled for was... So they didn't even show the relationship between Sirius, Sirius and Creature... They, you know, let me just not. Because I feel like I lyrics. can,
1: I can hear, I can hear Gary Oldman saying, "That's enough of your bile, creature. Away with you. That's enough of your bile. That's Gary Oldman." Oh we'll figure God. that out. Um, I mean, in five maybe, years. maybe. Let me get that. Maybe,
0: but I highly <laughs> doubt it. Like I'm pretty sure he okay. only shows up once, and even if he shows up that time. It's like... It's, it's not enough. It's, it's not. Two, it's definitely it's not enough. Two, it's like yeah. maybe we just add another two seconds of him being in the movie. So like four seconds of him in the movie. Yeah. Like, no. And so that's the other thing is like just the... And the thing is, is like, so we talked about, I think like way earlier about, um, and you brought it up before, about how they were saying how they made the Deathly Hollows movies for the readers. And so we should already mm-hmm. know things and that's what it is. But literally as I'm watching all the... They made all the books. They all made all the movies like that. I mean, like, you can follow along if you haven't yeah. read the books, but there's so much that you miss if you haven't. And, like, and, and a part of, and, you know, you, you you just, I don't know. It's just they don't, they just skip so I, much, I, and it's not like. You know, I
1: think the difference is with the Deathly Hallows, as opposed to these earlier ones, too, is that they allude, in Deathly Hallows, they allude to things like you should know it. you know, But they don't pretend that it doesn't exist. Right, and I feel like right,
0: and here they just, they just maybe just ignore here
1: it. they're just like it, they ignore it completely, and that ignoring something completely feels very like that's not for the readers because that infuriates me as a as oh, a reader watching I mean, the movie. Honestly, Deathly
0: and infuriates you know, me too. Every time they imply some shit, well, yeah. every time they mention they define a Horcrux in Deathly Hollows, I just want to like punch somebody in the face because I'm like, how many times are you gonna? define like every time you say a horcrux a horcrux a bit of his soul we know that already because you said it the first time we can remember you don't have to explain it again
1: you could spend that time explaining Something dumbledore's else. life
0: dumbledore's life that might be important.
1: dumbledore's motivations um even just the like, reason why remus
0: could harry is
1: looking Maybe? at the Maybe remus yeah re- that would have been a great one been awesome. um this the reason why harry's staring at that goddamn mirror shard oh
0: where did the mirror even come from? What is that mirror? Where? Who did he get it from? Where did it come from? Why did? He, why is it just broke? Why is it broken? Like, why is he seeing people's <laughs> eyes up in there? Like, there are questions that could have been answered. How long ago? Like, maybe I don't know. Order of the Phoenix. But we're not here to talk okay, about the Order of the Phoenix. We're
1: not there. <laughs> we're not there.
0: Like Luther. <laughs> like Obama's anger, <laughs> <laughs> anger translator. Just shut up, Diana. <laughs> Just calm down. Yeah. I'm
1: okay. Bayana is our Order of the Phoenix anger
0: translator.
1: Bro. Our movie adaptation for trans- anger translator. I
0: head of the Potter fandom <laughs> with my anger for Order of the Phoenix.
1: Even though...
0: Like, like it just channels yeah. through me.
1: <laughs> but you know what's so funny is that, like, looking at this movie as opposed... Even as opposed to Order of the Phoenix, the the... The story, they butchered. I'm not by any means ever, ever, I'm saying this now and it goes along, I am never, ever saying that it is okay what they did to the source material in that movie. But they were able to take that story that they did tell and infuse it with a lot of, it was, it's a, great entertaining movie just like on Umbridge alone um not that's my cool. that, so
0: thing is like these movies on their own are are fine they're not badly made like or even Order of the Phoenix is not a bad is not a poorly made movie
1: none should, of the movies are poorly they're made they're not
0: poorly made they have enough money they have good actors they're like the scripts are pretty decent like they're not bad they movies. have decent
1: they're effects
0: effect. that's what I'm saying like they're good adaptation wise <laughs> And the other thing is, like, yeah. even adaptation-wise, if we think about adaptations, I think maybe Game of Thrones is probably, is better in terms of adaptation, but that's a television show. So movie, mm-hmm. book to movie.
1: Pride and Prejudice.
0: Hunger Games.
1: Hunger Games.
0: That may be it.
1: Well, I mean, I can think this through a little bit, but, I mean, that's yeah. I don't wanna,
0: but I'm saying, if I don't, it's pretty, it's like top five in terms <laughs> of book to movie adaptations. Especially
1: for telling a take. long, sprawling, okay, telling a long story,
0: the Marvel Cinematic Universe, because they just shat on every single book to movie adaptation I've ever seen. Period. Point blank.
1: Not really. Mm. Because they take no. I'm saying adaptation wise. Well, I
0: mean, I guess they. Okay, what yeah, they did not, with Silver. Quite, I mean, maybe that's not quite. what they did
1: with Civil War. Like because I enjoyed it, but an that
0: adap- it's not actually an adaptation. It's just like another mm-mm. comic book in movie form.
1: It's a reincarnation.
0: Yeah, or whatever. It's like a different, you're um, right. You're right. Okay, maybe not Marvel. I got a little excited. They here. take a
1: they take a loose framework and then they make them all work together. But whatever, they're they're very good. They're I ready. would say, it doesn't matter. Um, yeah. I would. I just want to say though, like in terms of like adaptation wise, the thing that Hunger Games does well that, um, and Game of Thrones and things like I don't. Well, I actually don't know about Game of Thrones, but Hunger Games at least, um, in their adaptation is that they. They take those main themes and they don't cut out
0: right. They don't cut out things that are important to the themes. They make but cut, that. Like, but as I stuff. as
1: I was as I was telling that as I was saying that sentence mm-hmm. though, my thought was, but the Hunger Games was very limited in their main in their like as opposed to Harry Potter, like the number of right,
0: subplots
1: and, and themes and, and moving pieces. Many. There weren't but as I mean, many.
0: But I mean, that's the thing. It's like obviously you can't totally like compare all the because you know it's different different stories different moving parts different characters that kind of thing but i do think like hunger games was able to and i mean like you know the last two movies they didn't have to be split into two whatever but that's just like a that's the harry potter effect or whatever but like yeah i think that it did a really good job of like of sticking to those themes and like even the things that they added that weren't in the books played towards that it wasn't just like oh yeah there's like, some like Rituitous stuff where, like, we're gonna blow up some shit, even though it didn't burned down really the man. burrow. But I just I actually need to finish this chapter. Um, but I was reading half blood Prince like last week, and I got to the, their Christmas, and I was like, This is so much interest, this is so interesting. And like, nothing got burned down, no right? death theater showed up, but like, a well, lot you of know, good, a they were saying, of, like, the and I read, so I, like, the plot yeah. progressed, like some really well, a, character I, development you know. happened. Like, <laughs> we got to finally see, like, Remus and Arthur be, like, dads to Harry and shit. And, like, we got to, you know what I mean? Like, Remus is still... We got to find out what Remus is even doing in his life. But yeah. instead, we get some gratuitous scene in the movies that literally do, does nothing to advance the plot at all. It's like those... It's like the, the, the action scenes in Twilight that don't actually happen in the books, even though, technically, I think those make the movie better because well you know bad. and i, I
1: remember like, at the time when that movie came out and they were saying they added scenes to up the action and <laughs> it's like no. that's because you're so stuck on this being an action movie that and then or also the a, fact that like a, they, this epic so they,
0: they added these scenes for action but didn't actually use the scene that had the most action so yeah you can take out the whole battle at hogwarts between the order and the Death eaters when double Door dies but mm-hmm. you're gonna put in the burning of the burrow. you're not gonna even try and you're gonna to have you're going to have finner gray
1: back there and we don't know who he is but we don't know
0: you're not gonna introduce him so you're gonna do all this he's just like, there there's enough there's a lot there's plenty of action in harry Potter that
1: actually could have been friends. when finner bit bill well actually because was bill there for christmas i'm trying to think
0: um, but yes, th- who was, cares floor was th- there th- yeah it was the whole thing yeah. between floor and molly okay let's stop talking about yeah. other movies. Harry Potter oh, the movies hey let's get back to chamber, chamber, of chamber. <laughs> secrets. let's talk about this oscar-worthy acting bro
1: i will say this i know that the acting like the face acting is a lot especially amongst the weasleys um i'm I mean, talking to jimmy and ron
0: like because it's one of my favorite things about this movie in particular yeah. Is like, I actually found this. I love Ron's face. I
1: think it's you. You posted. I don't know if it was a gif or just a screenshot when you said to like the Oscar winning performances, and Harry is doing, Daniel Radcliffe. Sorry, is doing this like they're in. It's a scene where they're in the forest, and of course, like Harry is not as terrified of spiders as Ron is, but Harry's got this very subtle. Nervous fear thing going on, and Ron's face is it's so like, cartoonish. He is freaking <sighs> <cartoonish> out, <laughs> and it's like, you're not even in the same movie right okay, now, like, that, and they're standing and, right like, next so to each other. Thing.
0: Okay, so actually, so the, the thing is, like, obviously, we laugh at Ron, but this now also goes into just Ron in general. Kind of, we kind of mentioned it during the live tweet. I think, yeah, uh, like, I think any a bunch of us who were like live tweeting mentioned it, and it's just like the the, like, I don't want to make up words, but, like, <laughs> they're making, how they're making Ron, like, a comedic figure, and so, like, everything that he does is, like, slapstick. Oh, no, stop, I broke my wand. Oh, shit, now we're being attacked, now I'm making this, like, scary-ass face. Or, like, um, all of his, like, one-liners, are supposed to be funny, but then they don't actually, like, advance his character development in any way you know what i mean other than just making him the sidekick who makes faces yeah and so like while it's funny and like while it's like great acting rupert you know what i mean it's just, like great <laughs> whatever but at the same time it does have like real consequences for the rest of the movies in how ron is seen um
1: i'm trying to remember too like by the time chamber of secrets comes out i feel like we were on goblet of fire book wise
0: mm-hmm. i was um, yes it was or, no! Actually, I was by that point because Chamber of Secrets is you right? You're I dislike
1: right. you so much. You don't have to do that. You don't have to bring that stuff up about how freakishly young you are. Um,
0: no, but actually, no. You it was it was on it was on Goblet of Fire. I caught up by that. Yeah, point. I read and, freakishly quickly, so like. But it. anyway,
1: so I think like in Prisoner of Azkaban, and then it, he reverts a little bit in Goblet of Fire, but in Prisoner of Azkaban and Goblet of Fire. There is this tone to Ron that is, um, I have petty in me, but the petty, there's an underlying reason behind it. And it is this insecurity that permeates through a lot of his decisions. And it comes up again, like it's a big, huge part of the Deathly Hollows.
0: And it's like, it's this insecurity. yeah, but it's not really like anything that.
1: But you, but at that by by, by that time you've had three movies of slapstick Ron, exactly, and so you're not easy. You're not able to really. So you're just like,
0: why are you all of a sudden Darth Ron? Yeah, Bro, and when Harry's name comes out of the goblet of fire. The look on Ron's face—he's literally <laughs> Anakin Skywalker after he killed the. Um, I can't think of the names, but the ones who killed his mother—he's literally yes. out Anakin Skywalker in that in that scene. Mm. Because okay. he's his eyes are all like hooded and like he got like <laughs> he yes. had eight in the minute. He hasn't eaten, he's just tired, he's angry.
1: I agree with all of that. And Kylo I but I think Ron. too like Kylo Kylo Ron. Is that was it Team Canon? It might be. Um
0: It might be. We'll see.
1: <laughs> yeah. But yeah, I think that like what you said, like it all of these things, because it's a series, um, it goes into even the writing of the book, where it's like the way that she sets up the Slytherins. It's like because it's a series, the things that you do, even the smallest decisions that you make in the beginning, go and really affect. Um, they really affect the trajectory of the story and mm-hmm. the slapstick nature of Ron and Chamber of Secrets, and also the giving hair or giving Hermione all of Ron's insight, insightful right. lines, mm-hmm. it really goes, it really damages his character. Characterization, I should say, because mm-hmm. his character is in the book and fine.
0: Right.
1: Um, but that characterization of Ron in the movies is compromised because of these decisions that they make for laughs, really, but there's ways to get laughs.
0: Because Ron is a funny person, naturally. Yeah. And like, Ron is like, he has I mean, great one-liners, but they're not made at the expense of his character.
1: Exactly, like Ron. If you want funny, like Ron's sassy in the same way that Harry is. You know, when when Moaning Myrtle says, "Harry, if you die, you can share my toilet," um, doesn't Ron in the book has a sweet comeback, like or a sweet like,
0: "Oh, Ginny, you're, um, uh, you got
1: competition or something like, got competition.
0: yeah, yeah, something like that,
1: like, um, yeah." And it's inappropriate. It's at the it's at an inappropriate, it's inappropriate time. <laughs> but that's
0: also a part of his humor. Is exactly it's never exactly at an appropriate time. It's always like why? Maybe you shouldn't have, unless but, it's like to Malfoy. That's like the only time his comebacks are like top, like good timing. Every other time, you're just like maybe you shouldn't say that. Right, but, but, that, that and, funny, but that but that
1: goes into
0: who he is. The characterization. Is is like he's also
1: rude. He, but he yeah, and then also though he says things. And they come from, he says things out of instinct and, like, just who he naturally is. And then immediately, because even in the book, he says that, like, ooh, Jenny, you got competition, looks at her face and then goes, oh, not the time. Yeah. You know, and he does the same thing about with house elves. He does the same thing, you know, with um, Harry speaking Parseltongue in the books. Like, and he kind of, it's that it's that balance between the twins and Percy, right? Where he's serious like Percy or he can be serious like Percy, but he defaults to clever witty banter like the twins, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, you could, you could make basically point of long winded rant is you can make Ron entertaining and he can be the slapstick sidekick without losing what he brings to the trio besides emo kylo ron
0: he's either he's either like he's either yeah he's either a slapstick like corny sidekick or he's kylo ron
1: yeah and he's hating
0: and hate like he's he he either goes between like being funny and hating And that's like like, there's no in between, and then it like comes out of nowhere. Like when Ron, like if you just are looking at the movies, when Ron gets jealous of Harry in Goblet of Fire, it's like it comes out of nowhere. If you and you you also like because my thing is insecurities about being poor, about having all these brothers, about like you know, and all these things early on. Like Mirror of Era said, like talk about that, like God, even even Chamber of Secrets, like little things. And then Definitely. you get to and even talk about like there's moments in um, Half-Blood Prince where and I mean he also the other thing is talking about if they had put Quidditch in Order of the Phoenix because they barely talk about it in Half-Blood Prince how Ron has like terrible confidence they just they're like oh no he's not that great at Quidditch it's like no he has bad he has horrible confidence and that's why he like he gets not the good. Way of himself yeah and that's an important like characterization of Ron and it starts in order of the phoenix and then you see in half blood prince how like Harry has to consciously go out of his way to make Ron feel better about himself and like you see the whole like um Felix Felicis like thing in um like fake out in the movie but it's not it's just because oh Ron's not like like, he's nervous for the game versus yeah. being like, no, this is a constant pattern of him when he goes to play Quidditch. Um, and it's like, no, if you had started that in order to... Even if you started a little bit earlier, like, you see, like, he has confidence issues. And he, like, I mean, and philosophers... And, or- and Harry understands that. And even in Sorcerer's Stone, like, we see that when, when Ron is talking about... Um, having all these brothers and harry is like oh well i've never i wish i had wizard you know what i mean like mm-hmm. it's them like kind of bunting off of each other and harry already consciously trying to make ron feel included and like he's important um when they first meet
1: yeah like i mean and even, when you you bring up the mirror of head and they could have in the in that scene like ron is like you you're you, like you've had your time i want to bask in this like glory that i see in this mirror do you think it shows the future do you think whatever and they bicker and like they bicker about it because mm-hmm. to harry he's like who cares about your like uh, you know your these trivial your head boy you're you've won you got the quidditch house cup or whatever exactly i have not, i'm looking at my family you know and mm-hmm. Then Dumbledore comes in and says, you know, for Ron, who is always feels overshadowed, whatever. And, you know, and like it really submits that characterization of Ron, like you said. And I think um, another thing about the back to Chamber of Secrets in the movie um, versus the book is when when Ron goes into the forest and he's scared of the spiders, he doesn't want to go into the forest he overcomes this fear but he has this fear right it's and it's a little funny but the way that they the way that they play it in the movie is pure comedy when there's a real triumph there that i think i don't know if it's because we are doing a close read or whatever but i feel like people see right like he's got a legit fear and he talks about like one of the twins turning his teddy bear into, into a spider. A, a spider. And now
0: he just walked into a grove with like giant spiders. Giant spiders. That are literally trying to eat him. Like not like, oh no, it's a like daddy long leg, it's gonna eat me. No, yeah. like they are literally going to consume and like digest him.
1: Yeah. Like And <laughs> And so you see in that in that small scene that is included in the movie, you see the step or the the, the fullness of Ron's personality, which is this terrible lack of confidence, this ability sometimes to have fear get the better, overcome him and get the better of him. Um, which is like, I think Harry had to step up and save them the first time, like with a spell, you know, because he's, fr- he's paralyzed, right? Mm-hmm. Which, and then, and, and rightfully which so. Which not funny,
0: like, he's yeah. rightfully so, but then also it's like, it's not a funny moment, like. Yeah,
1: but, uh, but then above all. Beyond all of that, he went into that forest. He stepped up. He did what he needed to do to help his friends, you know, and Hermione, which, again, the Hermione shipping, the Harry-Hermione shipping in the movies is...
0: Is so, like, obvious and... and
1: inappropriate.
0: Even in the beginning. I mean, even at the very end when she comes in or whatever, and it's like, haha ha, Harry's being a third wheel. But it's really, like... <laughs> Hey, Ron's there. Hey, Harry's there. And they see each other across the room and yeah. they run to each other and hug, and then they get to Ron and they don't hug. It's like, dude. <laughs> like,
1: but you're it's very, also very, yeah.
0: Like her mind like That Harry's meme too of Harry hand, being the third when she's will. Paralyzed. Like, yeah. It's just real obvious. And
1: that, that and, and that meme think. of Harry being the third will comes from the fans yeah. turning that moment, cutting yeah, exactly. it there.
0: That and in <laughs> and in prisoner of Azkaban when yeah. like Hermione hugs Ron, and then Harry hugs Hermione. Like, Harry, back the fuck off, bro. <laughs> like, come and,
1: on. And he doesn't... And he's, he's smart enough. He, like, we like, we've talked about. Like, Harry has a very high emotional intelligence. He's smart enough to back the fuck off. To like, be
0: like, nah, that's cool. Yeah. But then you see it every time. Like... Yeah, you just see it every time. Like, and then you have people being like, like, Ron
1: and Hermione don't even make sense together. It's like, well, if you read the books. Like, yeah,
0: because if you read the books? No? Oh, well, then don't <laughs> Well, talk to yeah, okay. <laughs> yeah, it just doesn't make any sense. I mean, even in like Deathly Hollows, after Ron leaves, it's a really cute scene, but the two of them like hugging or like dancing together and why do Daniel Radcliffe and Emma Watson have better chemistry than Daniel Radcliffe and Bonnie Wright? That makes no sense.
1: And it's not Bonnie's fault.
0: And it's not, but it's just like y'all didn't write this correctly. Yeah. Now you're like, oh, Ron's gone. That sucks. That's cool. Let's put our two favorite characters together. Woohoo! Like, yeah. No. No.
1: And and I love that scene. If you consciously think about it as brotherly love, exactly. like sibling, and that's how I think about it. Like I me going I'm, to I
0: know that like that's not you know, how it
1: plays. You have to con- you have to change the focus of that scene exactly
0: I be like. I also, really love to her up. Yeah. I also love yeah. that scene because it's
1: yeah. Also love that scene because it's Nick Cave. Uh, Nick Cave. Um, so
0: yeah. Um,
1: I want to also go into you had kind of brought it up during the live tweet. Um, how sad Dobby's <laughs> existence is like. It's, you know, he's funny, um, the way that... They
0: totally play it off as a similar thing with Ron, like, he's banging his head against the wall, or, like, he's hitting himself with a lamp. This is funny. When it's actually, like, not. Yeah. like, literally the opposite of that.
1: (laughs) And you had said, um, you know, like, this movie is legit scary, um... I, I disagree, but I do think that maybe
0: Well, I mean, they play up the last part more than they do in terms of, like other movies, like they're very, I mean, we talk about it in the books, obviously the books are scarier than the movies, yeah. um, but I think that, you know, we talked about the different genres of each book or whatever, mm-hmm. and I think this book definitely, while they have like the funny parts, they definitely play up the like, like the scene when Harry's like caught in the gutter and the snake is like right there. Yeah like just that the horror like moment but what i'm saying is i think
1: up. yeah and i think because of those the the scariness and the horror of those moments they then over rely on over like ron and dobby to provide levity and these comedic moments
0: mm-hmm.
1: which again is like that's great and all but what dobby is doing is heartbreaking right and should be there should be some Acknowledgement beyond 12 year old Harry being like oh why are you like stop it stop it you're gonna get me in trouble or right you know they have a semi like you know he kind of is a little bit more empathetic um, when he's in the hospital but at the same time like it's very quick because then Colin comes in and his arm was broken so he's right. rightfully upset you know right. like Um, I think that, I don't know how they could have changed it. I think that adding other house elves, like the, like, giving Creature his due, and adding Adding Winky, Winky. and Winky's, like, you know, and showing that juxtaposition between, like, Winky is, like, you wrote about, you know, the happy slave in science fiction, um, but... Winky is one of those kind of happy slaves. She is miserable once she's fired and kicked out of the Crouch house, and felt very comfortable and proud of being the house elf for the Crouches. Creature the same way um, feels very proud of being a of the Blacks house elf, but their treatment but their treatment by their masters is varying degrees of abuse, right? And the abuse of Winky, I think, is more subtle in that how cruel it is of Barty Crouch Sr. to just banish her. Um, And what is she supposed to do? She's never lived right. on her own. She doesn't have any, you know, like, just you're fired and do it in such a public way and for something that is not her, you know. Like, that treatment is very cruel and the ins and outs of owning a living sentient creature is very cruel and off top. But the first time that you meet Winky, she's like accompanying Barty Crouch senior and is happy, you know, and doing her job and, and proud of that, you know? Um, so I, to me, that's probably the only way they could have really shown how cruel the Malfoys were to Dobby.
0: I mean, and they didn't even really show like the Hogwarts house elves, and it's, the yeah. thing is, is that it's not just like how how the how the Malfoys were cool to Dobby because we can already like we see the, the little interaction between Lucius and Dobby later, and then also like there's an assumption because the Malfoys are like antagonists in the story that mm-hmm. they're going to be terrible, but yeah. I think also showing that like the I mean, people don't really like Barty Crouch, but like he's a well respected person in the in the Ministry. And he's horrible to his house elf. You see the blacks. You see even Sirius, someone who we all love. He's like him and Remus like always alternate. Like mm-hmm. depends on the day when they're my favorite marauder. <laughs> and um And he's yes, he's a beloved character, and he's still horrible to his house elf. Yeah. And so it's just like it's not like Yeah, I don't know. It's just there are there are ways to kind of complicate that? And I don't think the book and you know we'll talk about it more um, in *Goblet of Fire*. But I don't think the book did a wonder, did a great job of. Um, also, the movies took out spew. Anyway, yeah. Um, they they didn't do a great job of of really like talking about the house elves and really like dem- like really talking about how complicated that is. Um. But they at least attempted to. Yeah. Where I think that the movies just were like, oh, this is a thing that happens, and isn't it isn't Dobby funny? And then the, in the, um, Order of the Phoenix, like, two seconds, he's creepy, and then in <laughs> seventh, oh, Harry doesn't like him, he's, he's not, he's weird. You know what I mean? He's yeah. creepy again, and, like, Dobby's, like, the way Dobby speaks over Creature, it's supposed to be funny. Um, just those kind of things. I mean, also, the fact that, Again, no one ever talks about, and, like, the movies never show how Sirius left Creature to Harry. So, like, when mm-hmm. Harry starts giving Creature um, orders in Deathly Hollows, why would Creature follow him? We don't know that Harry actually owns him. And we never talk about Harry being a slave. Like, even, like, in the books, it's mentioned, and I'm sure, like, you know, when we get to mm-hmm. Half Prince, we'll actually, like, talk about it. But, like, it's not even mentioned in the movies yeah. as a thing that's going on. Um, to this day, right?
1: Harry is a slave owner because he has a house elf. He
0: does have a house elf, yeah.
1: and he has this I'm interaction. To out why she
0: did that in the first place. I know we can talk
1: about. That um, he has this interaction. I think is it was. I think it's with Dumbledore after. Um, Siri, okay, we're not not going there. He has this conversation with Dumbledore, sure. and Dumbledore <laughs> mentions that because of the way that Sirius treated creature creature was easily able to do what he did or play his role in
0: the the events that occurred thereafter.
1: Thank you. Cause we're not, (laughs) but that, you know, has then ramifications on how Harry treats, creature moving forward right. and he is nicer to creature and treats him sim- similar not initially not initially but starts to treat him similarly to how he would treat dobby but there's still this weird
0: like antagonism yeah which i think is totally valid and i think that like that's the thing is like there are certain like interpersonal like relationships without like even just taking away the power dynamic which is like you know again you can't really, but like, taking that away, there are valid feelings between the both of them that yes. are antagonistic, but at the same time, when you add the power dynamic into that, it it changes things. You know what I mean? Like, Harry, you need to calm down. Yeah. Because you, you, you know what I mean? Like, okay, maybe he can, and see, this is And like, if you would have use the mirror, if you would have use the mirror, like, we wouldn't have been, had gonna, this problem. Right, and but, my thing is, is like, I don't want to get into it that much because I know we're going to have, like, a more in-depth conversation, but I'll just mention it, the fact that how convenient is it that Harry owns the slave and can't free him because then he can tell secrets about the Order of the Phoenix. Right. Like, oh, that takes care of that. You know what I mean? Right. It can't be like, well, I don't want to own this person or, I mean, they're not technically, like, human or whatever. But but they're intelligent. I want to own this being. (laughs) Um... But I have to, I have to be, you know what I mean? Like I'm forced to, because it'll jeopardize. Like, but it'll, then you know
1: what? When, after the battle of Hogwarts and Voldemort dies, does he free creature?
0: Well, he puts, he puts him at Hogwarts. So I assume that he left him there. Yeah. But who knows? Um, questions that he answers. Okay. Is there anything else? Cause we are yeah you know, a little over an hour. Um,
1: um I, I would know. just want to, I want to say as a whole of the movie, we didn't talk about Gilderoy. Um, so (laughs) the, it goes into, it's a, it's very, the same thing with Umbridge and Snape and so many characters in these movies. And we can say until we're blue in the face, like the performances and the casting that they did for these movies was just top notch out of this world. Um, but Gilderoy Lockhart is amazing in how terrible he is and, um, I'm blanking on his name right now and I'm going to feel so stupid. Kenneth Branagh. Kenneth Branagh, thank you. Is a Shakespearean actor, also directed the first Thor, which gave us he the best Loki. Well, or did he? He could have obviated someone and took credit <laughs> for it. But unlike Brianna, I don't like jumping across universes like that. I like to keep rules intact. It's fun sometimes. Sometimes it is fun. Sometimes it goes too far.
0: Mm, okay. Um, but yeah, I just I disagree, but okay. But okay.
1: Um, yeah, but I think like he was great and the the comedy infused in that and
0: That's a comedic thing right there and it's supposed to be funny and, and his, also I think it was funnier than it is in the in the books, but I'm that's one like thing that I'm cool with.
1: You yeah, know what I
0: mean. And I think like Because Lockhart is infuriating in the books. In the movies he's like he's irritating but it's like funny low-key because it's very clear that clear that he's clueless and like nobody is here for any of his shit and like they're over it yeah
1: and I think like the likability factor there I mean like we said like I don't know if Snape is likable in the movies but like Alan Rickman as Snape is so dynamic um same thing with Umbridge like they're they're just really dynamic performances, so that you're able to just be like, "Fuck it, this is amazing, and I'm down." Mm-hmm. Um,
0: it's like it's like watching, maybe it's just no, okay, it's like watching Orphan Black, in a way. Okay where like, even when shit goes down, you're still like, bruh, but this acting though. Like, you know, like you're able, it's like two different things. You're like, what is happening in this plot? And then you're like, but this acting is so (laughs) dope. There's it's like two separate like trains of thought. Yes, yes, (laughs) exactly. And that's how it is when you watch Harry Potter.
1: Exactly, exactly, exactly. That (laughs) is the perfect summary of how I felt. Um, And then I want to like, end the discussion on the fact that I think This is the last Richard Harris Dumbledore. Um, that calm demeanor. That it was like this really weird thing that people ask, and I'm sure that someone's probably asked this asking this before too. I'm not sure. Um, we should probably talk about it, maybe in our Facebook group. Um, people like have asked me like, "Oh, who's your favorite Dumbledore?" Or maybe we talked about this end it wizarding. I don't like that. And I don't question. like that question because it doesn't make. It's like it's a. It doesn't make it's sense. A, false Richard
0: Harris didn't get fired yes. and then they found a new Dumbledore that's not what happened yeah so and Dumbledore is
1: like, like every human being and like everyone like Dumbledore is a is a multifaceted person and I think Richard Harris tapped into a version of Dumbledore that suited who he was and who and how he wanted to portray him and then mm-hmm. Michael Gambon did the same thing with his version of Dumbledore and they aren't mutually exclusive I are,
0: Plus, Maybe I also they think are. it's unfair because Michael Gambon got more time to yes. play Dumbledore, um, and then he also got more like he he start he played Dumbledore like like Richard Harris played Dumbledore when Dumbledore was just like the person in the background who's super like kind of mysterious. And yeah, he's like watching pulling everything, the strings, but, like, but and everybody he, trusts him. Yeah, but he's really one dimensional. Yes, whereas like Michael Gambon got to play him when he had more like to do. Yes, um, and he was more in the movie, so. Aside from the actual way the casting happened, <laughs> um, just in terms of events that happen in the movies themselves, it doesn't make sense to compare them.
1: Yeah. Um, and I completely agree. But I just wanted to shout out that we, are, we have now gone through our last Richard Harris Dumbledore and it is a great Dumbledore and we will now see a completely different Dumbledore. But that doesn't mean that one is better than the other. Um they're just different. Mhm. Funny how that happens. So, let's um do you want to name the real MVP of the book? I feel like we should name his bench first so that the real MVP can shine. Like okay, end it on a high note.
0: Okay. Yeah, for sure. But I want to also, we want, I'm going to, we're going to say who's benched and then we'll also do honorable mentions. Okay. Because I added them up. Like Robin's been recording them and then I added them up. So I have like the. Oh, cool. Breakdown of like, so just like interesting, you know, tidbits and stuff. So benched. Do we want to do a drum roll? Can I do a
1: drum roll? I'll add it in later. I can add it in later.
0: Oh, lit. Okay. So drum roll, please. Whatever. Um, (laughs) So Lockhart. With eighteen votes. What? What? Um, that was not super surprising. Not at all. Um, what is? What is? What? What is really telling about Lockhart is that he was the only person to get benched in the double digits. So he got benched twice as much as Lucius, who is second place <laughs> with nine votes, and who is only one over Tom Riddle. So he got over two Death Eaters, um, and the Dursleys. Wow. So like all of the horrible people that we know are horrible and who will get benched in the future, Lockhart got like Double. twice as much or more <laughs> benched than they did. Um, so that says a lot about his life and he needs to go rethink it. Gilderoy um, Lockhart, he please. He doesn't really know his life anymore. <laughs> so <laughs> who am
1: I? Um, Gilderoy Lockhart, please enjoy your golden seat. Have one. Take it. Have the seat. Yeah. It's comfy. Um,
0: Other, other things. Um, one time I benched everyone else. Who wasn't, I believe, who wasn't Madame Pomfrey. Um,
1: <laughs> I think that was kind of the implication. You were like, Madame Pomfrey is the MVP and everyone else needs to take a seat.
0: Yeah. I'm so. sure that's what happened. Um, Robin got benched three times.
1: By one voter, I'm sure.
0: Literally all of them are from Imani. So. Literally all of them. So
1: did I really get benched? Did I Really?
0: I mean, I counted them. Or do we
1: just have... You got
0: just as many benches as Dumbledore and Sir Patrick... Podmore. Um, Podmore. Mm-hmm.
1: But that is just another notch in the belt of Amani Heron has no fucking chill.
0: Hotep Ernie got... Speaking of no fucking chill, <laughs> Hotep Ernie got benched five times. <laughs> Hotep Ernie! Oh, man.
1: He's over it. Caught at, me act. Wither to... You know, we got a new WitherTube video coming about how he was unfairly persecuted and being benched five yeah. times. We have that right. to look forward to now.
0: Oh boy! Okay, take away his password. <laughs> um, okay, real MVP. Let's
1: do this.
0: Another another drum roll. Ron motherfucking Weasley. What, what? 16 votes. Weasley is our Look. king. I mean, we spent so much time talking about him in this episode, but like, no, he actually like, that's the other thing is this movie didn't really like show how like Robin just hit a dab. That's like the first time I've ever seen you dab.
1: This so might be the first time um, I've ever dabbed. Um, Gotta give it to my
0: bae. But yeah, so like we were just talking about like that's the other thing we didn't mention um, is that Ron was like actually killing the game this entire book and all he gets in the movies is like comedy some cool comedic shit where like he was actually handling business
1: doing the most movies,
0: doing like everything. He was killing the game facing his fears, protecting his family, cursing Malfoy for trying to for Using racial slurs against Hermione, like he was killing the entire game. Um, but I would also like to say, like, so again, honorable, like you know, mentions or whatever. Harry and Hermione um, were the next two, um, and they were only like two votes apart. All, like, All three of them. So Hermione got twelve, Harry got fourteen, um, and then Ron got sixteen. Um, so that's like interesting. But I'm we should also how just that know whether that will happen. Like, sorry, um, I, I was like, I'm curious how that would happen. Like. In other books. Mm-hmm. I mean, I don't think it will all the time. I don't remember the breakdown from last, um, last book, but I don't think it was, I don't think it was like Harry, Ron, Hermione like that.
1: Yeah, but I think um, we should also just note the inherent trio bias because they are who we, and we, um,
0: yes experience things no. through. But I... Yes and no. The only reason I say no is because... We are going chapter by chapter, so it is like, even though the trio could be like, I mean there's a couple times where we nominate the whole trio, so that's another reason, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. But there's like, because we're going, it's not like we're going like, oh, whole book, oh, the trio killed it because they like, beat Voldemort, you know what yeah. I mean? It's more like, okay, in this particular chapter, when the, under these particular circumstances, this is who won, and like... In this one, I do. I just I'm saying because
1: th- the trio spans all of the chapters, at, at least especially Harry. Mm-hmm. So yeah, they, have more, yeah, they have more, yeah. They have to, more times. They have more chances. Whereas Fox, if Fox spanned the book, if if Fox is in every chapter, Fox would win this fucking book.
0: That's because
1: in true. the one Fox chapter, got four, by
0: the
1: way, in the one chapter, four
0: from one chapter. Yeah.
1: Because she did it all, or he did it all.
0: Yeah, that's all true. Who else? So the funny thing is, like, I actually maybe should add two to Ron, because the Weasleys all together got two votes. Um, So that would actually bump Fred and George to four, Molly to four, Jenny to five, Arthur to five, and Ron to 18. Um, Also the Weasley car, who gets... (laughs) Who gets who gets the Weasley car vote? Arthur. Car. Maybe, maybe Arthur. Hedwig got one, but, you know, she don't care about votes. She's Beyonce, so. <laughs> She's Beyonce to the bullshit. Um, anything else? Also, if the Gryffindor Quidditch team, that means Fred and George got another one. Doesn't matter. Um, but yeah, I mean, that's pretty much it. Shout out to Ron Lockhart. Take all of the seats. Um, immediately. And exit the premises. Also, actually, just like you're cut, you're
1: out. Period. <laughs> Go get your memory back. Um, <laughs> um, yeah, I I think like I really love that Ron won because I think same. as you will hear from our discussion of you know like Ron just gets the shaft in a lot of ways, movie wise and book wise in a way which is a part of that, is a part of why he is who he is, and it goes into, you know, and at least in the book, it's like, it's the reason why, um, sorry, I'm yelling at your family for going to Angeline's without me. Um, <laughs> I
0: know. I, I know <laughs> um,
1: Yeah, it's the reason, it, it feeds into that insecurity, you know, and yet he's still able to, Overcome. Right. Ron is just the best. He's Bay. Also, so there's that.
0: Can we give? Oh, you know, we should start doing. We should start doing. Mr. Um, um,
1: congeniality
0: predictions. Oh, predictions for the next book. Okay. I think Hermione's gonna run the next book.
1: I kind of feel like Remus might get it.
0: That's also fair.
1: Yeah. Um, Peter Pettigrew is gonna be Her- benched. And
0: Peter, um,
1: I don't know, though, because he's only really in I a chapter. Also,
0: that's what I'm saying. He's not really like.
1: But we benched Peter
0: when there. he was scabbers. We Peter whenever. <laughs> we just- As soon as he shows up, as soon as he disappears, we're like, what the fuck, Peter? <laughs> um, but no, I'm trying to think who else is in that. Um, Fudge could also be Fudge benched. Fudge could be benched. Um, But I don't know whether he would win. Maybe? Mm.
1: Snape. I'm, I'm calling Snape. Snape I'm calling actually, Snape. Yeah,
0: I actually think Snape... Might, Snape needs might, to lose a might,
1: chapter, because, I mean a
0: because book. Because, Harry, because Harry's only at the Dursleys for like two chapters. Mm-hmm. Otherwise, the, I feel like the Dursleys are only gonna... They, I think they lost all of last book. So I think they're only gonna lose that one, like totally, because they're not in as many chapters later on. I think maybe Snape, because there's a lot of like pettiness and like old school... Um, What's it called? Like antagonism and stuff. Plus also like he's not really in this book as much and pretty much every time he is, like except for a couple times, he's put up against Lockhart who like obviously is going to yeah. every time. So um Yeah. He's
1: got more times to shine in it's, Prisoner of Aspen yeah, for he sure. he definitely
0: only got benched four times in, in Chamber of Secrets. Um, yeah. So yeah, okay. So I'm going with Hermione and Snape.
1: And I'm going to go with remus and snake okay
0: and you know obviously this might change like probably will <laughs> once we actually like add it up but you know shoot it could
1: it'll like, change before i we i hit stop on this recording <laughs> like, i changed my mind um because that's how i just roll yeah um, <laughs> roll. um, um
0: okay so that's pretty. side note
1: huh side note as much as i dislike uh my building right now the building manager is kind of cute <laughs> he's a ginger
0: you know you're this is like recorded yeah
1: It's okay. Shoot your shot. 2016. (laughs) Hey, Ginger. (laughs)
0: Real. Um, I opened my door
1: and I was like, oh, hello, Ron Weasley. (laughs)
0: Oh, boy. Okay.
1: I have no chill. Okay.
0: Did you know that you're a real MVP of Harry Potter and the Chamber of Secrets? (laughs) Nice to meet you. (laughs) You just won. Shout out to you um okay thank you for listening um like actually real talk we say this every episode but like this is episode 37 and y'all have been sticking with us for almost 40 episodes y'all are amazing and awesome and thank you so much like
1: counting bonus episodes they counting, have been sticking with been us for like, 40 it's been
0: over 40 episodes and like yeah honestly robin and i just did this because we wanted to and it was fun and like we're gonna talk about harry potter anyway why not record like why not record <laughs> it why not have like a set time during the week where we just talk about harry potter and we can read the books together but like actually y'all are awesome yeah. and the fact that you're like into this and and like giving us your thoughts and like Sending us Harry Potter related stuff and all that and like theories and all that kind of stuff, it's awesome. Um, so yeah. It literally
1: makes my day. I, I Anytime have anyone had... discovers
0: Wizard team anytime anyone tweets from the hashtag, anytime anyone tags me in anything Harry Potter related, I'm like, what? This is the best day ever. <laughs> I am like a person people think about when they think of Harry Potter. Like people who I have never actually physically met think of me when they think of Harry Potter, and that's awesome.
1: And it's all I've ever wanted in my life, really. Um, is to be <laughs> surrounded by Potterheads, thinking and talking about Harry Potter all the time. So I can I completely agree with everything that Biana just said. I also want to say that you guys are so brilliant with your theories and with the insights that you have, and the the comments that you make. Like I. Miss P talking about, you know, why she chose to, um, give Tom Riddle the MVP, um, the whole discussion about horror cruxes. Um, if you guys haven't seen Connie wrote this amazing post about Lily Potter and mothers for Mother's Day, um, I think we retweeted it from our, uh, from the Twitter account, but... I mean, you know, I don't know. All of a sudden it was raining on my face, and that was, I don't know what happened. <laughs> so um, somebody
0: was cutting hella onions just like right I,
1: next to you. Right? All of the onions. Mm-hmm. She appear. wrote something in. It's, like me-
0: it's like when Anthony Hamilton sings and like collard greens and Corbin are cooking. It's like the minute mm-hmm. you start reading that post, onions are just cut like right next to you. She somehow like, made did those the internet. Come from?
1: Yeah. She made the internet cry. Pretty much. With, with all. Yes, and it was brilliant, and you know,
0: like imani's post on the um, on Dumbledore,
1: on Dumbledore yeah, was, was amazing. Uh,
0: so and, and, changes who, and some, I changes and who have submitted to Hogwarts BSU, y'all are dope, super like, every dope.
1: Time somebody we have sends me
0: some shit. Like, okay, I'm not even joking. Like, we talk about like, hey, send us in or whatever. Like, stage your Hogwarts BSU poses in. I am so serious because I you give me any Hogwarts BSU shit, I'm reading it and I'm like, this is amazing. Y'all really are thinking, like, y'all are thinking of like really dope scenarios, and like, you know, what I mean? like, it's just really awesome yeah. stuff, like, that I would it's never so even think awesome. of. So, yeah, and, and I like, can,
1: we can go through like the laundry list of people that are very active in the myriad of ways that they are active, but the point is, is that any way in which you choose to interact and be a part of the team because like we're serious like this is a team it's not just me and biana like we're, yeah we're the voices that you hear on wednesdays and we have no chill but you guys are also part of the team and you also don't have any chill and it's beautiful mm-hmm. so beautiful and we are like yeah it's amazing it's amazing
0: yeah thanks y'all are the dab again. Robin, dabbed again i Not robin dabbing on wizard team robin ain't never dabbed a day in her life until Never today. in my life. Until today. Woo. Y'all did that. You need to Woo. pat yourselves on the back, man. This is amazing. Okay. We will
1: see you guys next week mm-hmm. with Prisoner of Azkaban. Discussing
0: Chapter one, Owl Post. It's we lit. are
1: serious. We are so serious about How discussing d- chapter one.
0: No. It's, it's about to go down.
1: Go about ahead. to go down um this is the book too by the way this is the book i tell everyone like yeah you read the first two even though now that i've reread read chamber of secrets i have to kind of rework that but i was like you read the first two they're fluffy they're kids books they set up the world and then in book three the shit gets real and i
0: mean like i and i think we had this conversation and obviously we'll probably talk about it again next week but like <laughs> how for me thing in terms of like the tone it like officially changes with chapter one of goblet of fire but Prisoner of Azkaban is very much a, like, transitional period. So, like, it it very much starts off familiar and then then starts getting, like, more and more complicated and darker and, like, more mature. And then you get to Goblet of Fire. And I remember opening up Goblet of Fire and being like, oh, shit, like, this is no longer what it was. (laughs) Yeah. And and Prisoner of Azkaban is, like, the reason that that works. You know what I mean? Like, the reason that that transition makes sense um is all mm-hmm. in Prison of Azkaban including like just the tone but then also like the actual things that go down um and like Wild Order of the Phoenix is my favorite book as you all know at this point and if you don't <laughs> I don't know what to tell you um Prisoner of Azkaban is definitely number two um and I love this book especially because of the Marauders, series and Remus specifically and then also time travel like what the fuck we're about to get time travel y'all it is so lit it is lit I'm gonna try to find another um another way to say lit I won't use lituation I'm gonna figure it out it's literature um it
1: is literature, literature. um it's,
0: yeah um but yeah the
1: time yeah we're going we're going back it, uh, uh, we're just we're going excited. back to Hogwarts uh, I can't do that that's that's a real song um <laughs>
0: okay anyway shout out
1: to star kid but yeah thank, thank you. you guys so
0: much we just like we were, we were real good and then we just went into some other it doesn't even matter it's how doesn't it matter we have. we have no chill it's fine um <laughs> yes if you want to join the conversation again on twitter at we black and nerds hashtag wizard team um our website blackgirlsnetout.com um new
1: posts tuesdays, tuesdays and thursdays and thursdays. Next week is our BSU. anniversary,
0: so shout us out we've been doing this for yes. a minute um, Hogwarts
1: BSU posts go up, um, on Mondays, Mondays. when That's we, de- when
0: we get them, um, also send me Hogwarts BSU posts. We
1: love them. I don't care how them. confident
0: you feel about it. I'm juiced. I love editing. If you also. are, if you so, just
1: think about it this way, if you are, if your confidence level is at Ron Weasley, we are the Felix Felicis to get you through.
0: That is an amazing Boom. analogy and it's very true. Boom. That's real.
1: A, there's no such thing as a bad idea. Nope. We will work it through together. We are... If you think of yourself in the world of Harry Potter, we want to know. We want to be there. We want to be in the room where it happens.
0: <laughs>
1: um, yes, so blackgirlsnerdout.com. Um, hit us up too again, uh, at, or weblackandnerds at gmail.com. Um for your Hogwarts BSE submissions if you have them.
0: Or just even if, if you wanna like I don't care. Or if you want chit chat. You want you know, slide our DMs. You know, we're we're pretty Yeah, we're chilling. I mean, we yeah. have work, but anytime we have an excuse to talk about Harry Potter, like, where do you think we gonna go? Don't act like
1: I wasn't on the Wizard Team Facebook group in the middle of a meeting, being like,
0: but <laughs>
1: <Sane>. actually, <laughs> actually, well, actually. what I was
0: really thinking is. <laughs>
1: <laughs> <and> like, <laughs> Biana makes a good point here, but I would like to say.
0: <laughs> right. So, um, we're, we're all about that. We're about, the pot. we're about that Potter life. Yes. 37 episodes in, we're about it.
1: Yes. All right. We will see you guys next week.
0: Thanks.